Hello and welcome back to the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. My name's Lindsay, I am the host and overwhelm and burnout prevention coach over at Gold Digger Coaching. I can't believe we're on season two. This is so exciting. I had such a wonderful time speaking to so many great people in season one and I've got some great um great guests lined up for you already in season two so keep your eyes and ears peeled um, over on the Instagram page um, for the latest releases. Um, I'm going to ease you in gently though and today we have got a little solo episode just from me um, to get you going and get you ready for season two. Um, So yeah here we go. Hello, hello and welcome. I am Lindsay, founder of Gold Digger Coaching and your host of the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. I should point out that I'm not 100% anti-hustle, but I am keen to have conversations with people about the good, the bad and the ugly that comes from chasing the hustle culture many of us grew up with. If this podcast can inspire just one person to embrace an anti-hustle hour in their everyday life, then I think we'll be on to a winner. Today I wanted to talk about feeling overwhelmed and I think for a lot of people there's still a lot of overwhelm out there. Um, You know we've now got the order to be able to go back to the office, what does that look like going forward, are some officers doing hybrid work, are some doing working remotely all the time, just trying to figure everything out and get into kind of a new groove with everything um, can be really overwhelming and stressful plus you've got everything else that's going on with work pressures and home pressures and yeah it, it it feels a bit much um and I would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions obviously I'm having a conversation with myself at the moment but I would love to hear your thoughts on how you're finding things um are you feeling more overwhelmed are you um struggling struggling a little bit and kind of what are your thoughts on this going forward you know what do you think the future of like working from home and having that balance is um I know that the lines between work and home life have become increasingly blurred really um and I know that I've been looking through a lot of stats um since the pandemic started um about how people's perceptions have changed how people's roles have changed, how people's lives have changed really and what I wanted to do today was to share three practical tips to help you deal with feeling overwhelmed. So these aren't necessarily going to kind of stop it in its tracks and be like right I'm going to do these three things that Lindsay has said and then everything's going to be okay, I'm not going to be overwhelmed. It is a work in progress but these are the three tips that I've used with myself, with my clients, um, and I think that they actually could be um, useful to a lot of people out there. So we will start with the first tip, um, is actually add something into your day. Now that might sound a bit counterintuitive when you're like, Lindsay, I've got enough in my day, I don't need to add anything else in, what are you talking about, you raving lunatic, what's going on? 
it does feel counterintuitive, but actually sometimes when we're kind of so so overwhelmed and so focused on getting something done, we actually don't take a step away from what we're doing. You know, everything becomes so focused on what we have to do rather than actually taking a step back and a step away from the situation. So my suggestion with adding something into your day isn't kind of you trying to find time in your already busy schedule to like carve out an hour to kind of be mindful or to do a yoga class or anything like that. It's about taking some time out of your day for you. And again, a lot of people might be shouting down the, you know, listening to the podcast and shouting away saying, how can I add anything in? I've not got time. I'm just saying five minutes a few times a day will actually make such a difference. So what are you doing for yourself within your day to day? Is it that you are kind of living for the weekends and the week is all about work? Or are you trying to you're working weekends as well like what does that look like for you but what can you add into your day that is something just for you that will make you feel really good so is it that you take a five ten minute walk around the block once every few hours like it, it might feel like a lot to start with but that time away from your desk that time away from your screen and your work can make such a difference and just help you reset yourself and like I say I'm not saying you know you have to go take an hour away from your desk and do all this kind of stuff but it's just thinking about the small things that you can do to add something into your day that's going to make a difference. The second practical tip to help you deal with feeling overwhelmed is to actually define what success means to you. Now often we're swept up in what success means to others and how others are choosing to structure their day and live their life and achieve their goals. Um, But how often have you stopped and thought, this is actually what you want? Like, what does success look like for you? Like, more broadly, like, generally, what does it look like for you in work? You know, where do you, where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to be? But also on a kind of really basic level of what does success look like for you in the day? So actually starting at the beginning of the day and defining what it is that you want to achieve. Making a plan and knowing that if you've achieved those things by the end of the day, you will feel satisfied with your day. The thing is, like, it was something I realised a few years ago that the to-do list is never going to finish. Like you're never going to get to a stage where your to-do list is finished. It's like, ding, I'm done. Nothing else on it. So it's about finding ways that you can navigate that and really understanding what a good day looks like for you. You know, not adding so much to your list that you can't get it done. Um, I think the saying goes that you... um, Apparently we overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in six months. So how much are you overestimating what you can get done in a day? And then how much pressure is that putting on you when you don't achieve everything? Like, are you being realistic with what you are trying to achieve in that day? I think it's really, you know, it's really key to be able to understand that. 
Um, and then try to go through your day with that in mind. I'm not saying it's going to be like, you know, a super quick, super easy win, but actually just starting to think in that frame of mind, like what is going to, what is this day going to look like if I get to the end of the day and I've done these three things, will I be satisfied? Will I be happy with my progress? And, you know, and that is what success looks like for me on that day. Or could it be like a specific task? Like we're often kind of rushing from one project to the next without even thinking like, you know, how am I going to measure that this is successful? Or is it just about getting it off my desk, getting it off my plate and moving on to the next thing? But really taking a little bit of time, taking a step back and really defining what success means to you with the little small things, but also with the big things as well can really make a difference. And some of the questions to ask when you're thinking about this is like, how would you want to feel when you finish this task? How would you want to, you know, what does success look like for you in the day? How do you want to, how will you know when you've been successful? How will you know when this project is a success? When you know that this day has been a good day um, and just taking some time just even just jotting a couple of notes down before you start the day could make such a difference to kind of reframing what a good day looks like for you and then not feeling so overwhelmed with the fact that you didn't get everything done on your to-do list because you've probably put too much on there in the first place but actually kind of stopping and celebrating the things that you said you wanted to do you got done and you defined what success was and you achieved it and if you didn't achieve it that's still not a bad thing like it doesn't mean oh well I defined what success meant to me that day and I didn't achieve it so like that's just going to make me feel more overwhelmed no it can actually help you to figure out what went wrong what went well what can you learn from it did you um commit to too many things and didn't have enough hours to do it so what does that teach you about what you can do the next day? Do you commit to doing less things and getting less things finished? Manage people's expectations. Often that can be really scary to try and manage people's expectations. Um, you know, if you're going to say no to somebody and say no to a deadline, often, and I'm saying often, like I know what it's like in a corporate environment when the deadlines are there, but just make sure you're keeping that open communication with your team members and your managers um, for them to understand where you are with things so that you don't feel so overwhelmed in that day if you can't get everything done. But kind of, you know, if it's happening consistently and you're kind of taking notes about what you'd plan to do for the day and what's happening, then you can use that as a conversation starter um, to kind of either get some help with the workload or figure out the best way to approach things um, but it starts by you just defining what that success looks like for you in the day in the week in the year and then looking at what you can do to help you get to that that point for you to kind of finish a day and think yes this has been a successful day I'm pleased I'm happy I can log off okay so the third tip to help you deal with feeling overwhelmed um, feels quite a simple one, very effective. Um, not everybody wants to do it. People are scared to do it. Um, scared of what people might think. But the third tip is to ask for help. Now, 
It might feel daunting and overwhelming. It might be something you think, absolutely not. I cannot let people know that I'm struggling or I'm feeling overwhelmed. But actually, I just I just want you to know that it's okay to ask for help. Um, as somebody who is the most independent woman ever, um, I get called Little Miss Independent all the time. I like to do things by myself, for myself. I have that massive satisfaction of knowing that I've done something. Um, and it asking for help is okay. Um, in fact, I would definitely encourage it. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to go into, if you don't feel comfortable speaking to your employer or your manager about you feeling overwhelmed and you kind of, the workload, if that's what's overwhelming you, but if it's just speaking to a friend, if it's just speaking to your parents or a loved one, um, just so you have got somebody to talk to and somebody to help you if possible. Asking for help in different ways, in different areas of your life, that could make things easier for you so there's not as much pressure on you all the time. Um, so yeah asking for help is and it doesn't have to be like a you don't it doesn't have to be like a massive thing that you're kind of admitting defeat and you know you, you're struggling and and that doesn't all have to come out it's just like can I have your help with this or actually can you cook tonight instead of me or can we get consider getting a cleaner in once a month or once every two months just to kind of just take the pressure off in other areas so if you can't do something around taking the pressure off your work and you know that doesn't seem like it's it's stopping anytime soon and if you don't feel comfortable speaking to your manager or speaking to team members to see how they can help you then it's fine in, in other areas of your life how can you help relieve that pressure of the day-to-day -day and that kind of feeling of overwhelm um but actually having those conversations with people at work, it can be really bloody scary. But you just kind of saying, actually, I could do with some help on this project or could you help me? I don't know. I'm from a comms background. So can you help me work on this messaging? Can you help me? Can I get some help on this project? Um, you know, spending some time in a in a one-to-one -one session. So often I'd have a conversation um, with my manager and like saying, you know, there is a lot on on my plate at the moment. What do you want me to prioritise? Actually like taking it away from a decision that you have to make and asking your manager to make that decision for you about what you want, what he wants or she wants you to prioritise in that situation. Um, sometimes that really helps because then it takes the pressure off you. You know that you've got their support to kind of work on this one area, but they know that because you're focusing on that, it means that you're not going to focus on the other things. So I used to find that really helped when I was um, working in corporate full time. Um, that really did help me kind of reprioritize things and get things in place for me to kind of move forward and not feel so overwhelmed with my kind of day-to-day -day tasks because stuff keeps coming in and the to-do list never ends as I mentioned um so yeah it's really about thinking how you can ask for help in different ways but that's probably how I would do it from a um an employed um in a corporate situation and environment obviously that would be different for different um places of work um 
but it's just getting comfortable and maybe like writing a script of what you would say. Um, I mean, I used to write scripts for everything. Um, I used to have to write my name down before I answered a telephone um, or before I made a telephone call in my first job. So yeah, I'm a big fan of writing everything down. So maybe write down some notes of what you'd want help with um, and then ask for the help. And I'm not saying it's going to be an easy thing to do, um, but I promise it will be um, worth it, cheesy as it sounds. Okay, so there we go. So I've shared three practical tips to help you deal with feeling overwhelmed. The first was adding something into your day. The second is defining what success means to you, either in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year. And then the third tip was asking for help. If any of this resonates with you and you want to talk further um, and to kind of get some support and guidance outside of the people that you know, then um, I am an overwhelm and burnout prevention coach. So I'd be happy to kind of chat to you. Come and find me over at golddigger underscore coaching on Instagram and we can have a chat further. Um, I'm going to love you and leave you there. Thank you so much for listening to this first solo episode of season two of the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat through those things with you. I hope it helped. I hope it resonated. Come and let me know what you think and I will be back in your ears in a couple of weeks with our first guest of the season and I can't wait to share that chat with you. Thank you so much. Bye. You have been listening to the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you've been able to embrace just a little bit of anti-hustle into your everyday. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a review and give us a follow at the Anti-Hustle Club on Instagram.